Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McCallum. Business Wire reports that Guide Dogs for the Blind has launched a short animated video to help make a more inclusive, safe, and respectful public transportation experience for the blind and visually impaired in their guide dogs. The video is for viewing by the sighted viewers responsible for safe transportation and also for all the public to consider respect and safety for the blind and visually impaired travelers. Here to talk about the new vid- video is Guide Dogs for the Blind Director of Outreach and Advocacy, Rabia Dow. Welcome to the show, Rabia. Thank you for having us. And hello to you and to your listeners. Well, hello to you, too. Um, so tell us about Guide Dogs and your role as its Director of Advocacy and Outreach. Uh, Guide Dogs for the Blind is um, one of the established schools for the Guide Dogs training and training Guide Dog teams. Uh, in the country. It is the largest guide dog school in North America. We've been around since uh, the early 40s, one of the many organizations serving the disability community in, in the country uh, following World War II. Uh, we have um, graduates all over the United States and Canada. Um, we also have a very active uh, alumni association with many chapters throughout the country, uh, geographic chapters and interest chapters as well. Uh, that's briefly Guide Dogs for the Blind. We are located, headquartered in San Rafael, California, which is uh, San Francisco Bay Area. And we also have another um, campus in Oregon, outside of Portland. As far as my role in it, um, Director of Outreach and Advocacy, we basically are the folks who go out and talk with potential um, applicants for our guide dog services and other services, which we'll talk about as well. And we also talk with professionals um, as groups or as individuals. Uh, We also discuss access as part of advocacy with everything from airlines to Ubers to um, government agencies and what have you. And we're getting into some of that advocacy with this new video. How did Guide Dogs decide to create this special video? Well, as you know, one of the difficulties or challenges we face as people with visual impairment is driving. We can drive our cars, which creates quite a challenge for us. It's a big country and many people don't live in cities and and cars are important. And increasingly, the more independent we want to get, the more opportunities we want to get involved with and take advantage of, the more likely it is for us to come in contact with some form of public transportation or another. So, Over the years, buses, trains, planes, taxis, Ubers, lifts, any of the above, including things like boats and and what have you. So it's any public transportation is something that interests uh, us as an organization and us as a community of guide dog users as well. So with that, um, 
there is a potential for confusion and sometimes, um, unfortunately, abuse. Um, therefore, we're always on the lookout for how to address those issues through public education to improve access to public transportation. And the, our latest project has been this transportation, this animated transportation video aimed at the workers in public transportation, the bus drivers and train drivers and conductors and the Uber drivers and Lyft drivers and their supervisors and what have you. So basically, we're reaching out to them to say, this is an issue that you can come across. There aren't that many of us guide dog users, but we count. <laughs> we are as important a segment of your ridership as any. And we would like to just open a dialogue with you about how to interact with a guide dog team. As you mentioned, the video is aimed at the providers and drivers of all the public transportation out there. Does this video provide guidance on interacting with visually impaired customers and their guide dogs? Well, our focus is primarily on guide dog teams. Mm -hmm. And by default, we're addressing some of the blindness and visual impairment issues as well. So yes, to answer your question, it does address direct guidance for how to interact with somebody who is blind, visually impaired, and is a guide dog user as well. Um, that's the primary goal of this uh, video. And we're doing it in a lighthearted way. It's an animated short video, uh, about two minutes. Doesn't take much for somebody to take a look at it and learn from it in a non-threatening manner. But, in, but rather an encouraging manner. Let's yes. talk about some of the guidance here. Let's talk about the rideshare drivers because a lot of blind people and their guide dogs are taking Uber and Lyft. So what are the benefits of the rideshare drivers identifying themselves when they pick up the guide dogs and their owners, that guide dog team? Well, one of the things that uh, we, we're hearing more and more about is that um, type of public transportation. And as you know, ride sharing opened up many doors of office for us to live in areas that were really uh, not that functional for us to even access in the past. It's an important part of public transportation. One of the things we do share with the drivers through this video is that a, a reminder that guide dogs access is protected by federal law. Then after that, the fact is that guide dogs are trained dogs. They're not pets. They're highly trained and selected to a socially appropriate manner in public, including in cars and buses and everything else for that matter. So one of the things we, we try to address with drivers is don't be intimidated by having somebody with a guide dog. The guide dogs are safe, they're friendly, they're under control, they're doing a job, they're clean, they're disciplined, uh, expect them to sit on the floor, not on the seat, 
Don't expect them to leave a mess behind. Uh, these are highly trained dogs to be in these environments, in public environments. Talk to the person. Let them know that you're there. Identify yourself, that you are the Uber or Lyft driver. You know, you don't want somebody to get into any car that pulls up in front of them, especially if you're in a busy city with many vehicles pulling up to pick up um, customers or, or, or uh, friends or what have you um, in front of you. So identify yourself. Let them know where the door is to the left, to the right as they approach the car. And just have respect. Respect them just like you would want to be respected yourself. That's really the bottom line. It's very simple. All the, the other details fall in place. It's just that simple. Be nice. Be respectful. Well, well, let's, yeah. let's talk about how some of this guidance also applies to the general public and not just the drivers. Sure. Well, same thing. Uh, if you want to interact with, with us as a, with the guide dog team, talk to the person. Do not talk to the dog. Don't distract the dog. The dog is doing a job. And if they're distracted, they can put themselves and the person who is with them, the handler, in potentially dangerous situation where they may miss a curb or miss something in the, in the way or get disoriented. So talk to the person. Never touch the dog without a permission. Certainly do not touch the harness at any time. Do not grab the person at any time or touch them without their permission as well. Expect the person who is with that guide dog to know exactly where they are, where they're going. If you have any question about them maybe being disoriented or need assistance for whatever reason, ask them if they do need assistance and ask them what kind of assistance. If they say, you know, I need to go to X door or someplace, ask them, how would you like me to assist you? So always communicate. Communication, I think, is very important. That's key, yeah. Why do you think this video is a part of Guide Dogs' commitment to empowering the visually impaired and the blind? Well, I mean, this video is uh, a public education effort. Our hope is that it does open up a door, a door for dialogue, for communication, as you just said. It's not going to address every detail that may come up in such an interaction. But at least we're saying in this video, you know what? It's okay if you don't know how to interact with somebody who is blind and has a guide dog. It's perfectly acceptable to ask. You know, none of us are going to know everything. And way to avoid misunderstandings, confusion, or disrespecting somebody uh, is to interact with them and ask them how would they like to get help if they do need help in the first place. Our hope is that it can be used for their staff education in different companies and different agencies, transportation agencies, and that consumers, guide dog handlers, can also use it to educate their local transportation provider whenever they feel the need 
that you know what maybe there's um a need here for an update for a uh, a refresher um the video is free anybody can download it from guidedogs.com um and we encourage people to do so if they need help to know how to get it we urge them to reach out to us and we'd be happy to um share the link with them so that they can use it for public education has anybody viewed the video so far what do they think yeah actually it's been uh, we've had nice uh response from uh, different transportation agencies from San Diego to Philadelphia to Corpus Christi in Texas and a lot of places around the country it's really nice to see the interest obviously would like more of it the more people who see it the better and we also urge your listeners those who are blind and visually impaired to also get this video get the link for this video and reach out to their own local public transportation provider or maybe city hall or the the, the county providers and basically tell them this exists can we show this to your drivers or to your staff in general and have a discussion about how to interact with somebody who's blind and visually impaired and don't forget the parrot transit services those are an important part of this equation as well they can also benefit from such a training we have received enough concerns and complaints about some paratransit providers over the years so we hope that they would be able to benefit from this as well so this new video is going to be on the guide dogs website um i understand it's probably going to be available on other online channels too correct Yes, it is on on our YouTube channel as well. You can look up our YouTube channel Guide Dogs for the Blind um and you you can go on our website anytime and and uh, ask for that uh, video too. Yeah, we're going to put up the video and the uh, Great, press thank release you. that it was attached to on yes. speaking out for the blind website, speaking out for the blind.weebly.com. I also want to add here that the video is described audio describing mm. for mm-hmm. all blind and visually impaired viewers. Very important. So just a word about that. that, that, that so, so, uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just a word about that um, description. Even though our, our audience are the drivers and, and people who work in uh, public transportation sector, many of whom are sighted, uh, we are also committed to making all of our real accessible um, for people who are blind through uh, description and people who are deaf as well. Very good. That's very good. We we need the deaf blind to listen to this as well. Um, so um, how did you, let's go into the little behind the scenes of the video. How, how did you make it? That's a good, that, that was a fun project, actually. Um, frankly, we just started thinking about, um, some of our personal experiences you know myself i'm a, a guide dog handler uh, as well and others on the staff and and uh, clients of ours and start thinking about well, what kind of things have we come across and then we took all those experiences things like um when somebody is giving us directions don't say over there you know say to the left say to the right when you say uh, to somebody, go to the steps or there's 
there are steps ahead of you. Tell me if they're up or down. If I'm getting off the bus, I need to tell me if there are steps right outside. Well, are they up or down? Or uh, give me some more specific directions like that. Uh, things like the dog sits on the floor. They don't sit on the on the seats. You know, service animals are not trained to sit on the seats in cars or on the buses in on on seats or what have you. So things of the the things that people have come across in the past, and then we try to distill all of those into two minutes. <laughs> we want this to be accessible to people. We don't want it to be a burden for people to learn from. And animated videos these days are the rage. You know, everybody is having a good time with them, coming up with them, and enjoying kind of making those fun videos, fun educational videos uh, for all ages, not just the youth. So we put this together um, based on on that, and um, it's taken us a couple of months to put it together, and there you have it. I have a question. Why should the guide dogs, when they're in cars, sit on the floor and not on the seat? Same at a restaurant. Um, a lot of things. Hygiene is one. Uh, discipline is one. We want to. We don't want the, the dog to be confused. You know, in the restaurant, you should be under the seat, under the, the table, um, for obvious reasons. Uh, and in, when you go on the bus, the the or a plane, the dog goes under the seat. On a plane, under the seat in front of you, and the bus under your seat, tucked away. They they're not in the way, so they don't get hurt and they don't trip anybody outside uh, in uh, in the aisles either. So it's logistics and safety for both the dog and everybody around them. Now, um, the drivers should also be able to recognize the harness, the guide dog harness, and realize, too, that they're at work when they see that harness go on, right? That's the idea. Um, and one of the things that I would also share with you and your listeners here is that um, we have uh, recently um, passed a bill in the Calif- California legislature here. Um, we're co-sponsors of a bill with canine companions to address the issue of fake certificates of, of service animals. Right. Uh, so you're right. The, the harness is critical sign and symbol of a service animal. And there are some companies out there, some individuals who are trying to sell things like this to unsuspecting members of the public and promising, promising them that they can have access equal to that of a service animal, which is not true. That those fraudulent things are not legal. So this bill we pass in California right now is basically addressing all that that online sale of those things. That's where many of them are uh, hiding um, on the internet. Um, so we we want to protect that symbol of a service dog. We worked hard over the years to identify that harness as a symbol of a working dog. So to answer your question again, yes, that driver or business owner should recognize that harness as 
a service dog harness protected by the ADA and, and other laws. And we urge anybody who is um, basically involved in either being a handler or a family member or a friend or any advocates who may be listening today to uh, help us reinforce those guidelines. And if you have any uh, concerns or questions, please let us know Let any of the advocacy organizations that you may be familiar with um, know so that we are able to address those and try to uh, protect the access right of service dog handlers um, so that they can go about doing their business. Unfortunately, sometimes you have like a few minutes before you called uh, today, I was uh, responding to one of our graduates who was concerned about Uber and Lyft basically refusing to pick him up and coming up with excuses. Many of those drivers are concerned because they have riders who are getting into their cars claiming to have a service dog. The dog is making a mess in the car mm -hmm. and the drivers are overwhelmed over what to do with, you know, what's a service animal, what is not, and how to tell one from the other. We hope it does educate them. And if you come across a, a, a driver who is overwhelmed or refuse to pick somebody up, please tap into this video, get on our website, guidedogs.com or on YouTube channel, get the video and share it with that driver as much as you can or whoever you think would be helpful to you in your town to reinforce those laws. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, thank you for having us today. You know, public education is uh, not a project. It's a way of life for, for us. This video is just um, one of our projects for now uh, to address public education efforts. And um, let's continue um, protecting the, the rights of people who are blind and using guide dogs to access the community equally All to everybody right. else. All right, Robbie, we hope that the new video will help encourage respect and safety to help the blind and visually impaired move through the world more confidently and safely. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You're welcome. Stay safe. We will. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website. That's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. And my show archive is at speaking-out-for-blind.pinecast.co. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening. And remember to speak out. Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. Thank you for calling the ACB Radio 
518-906-1820. That's 518-906-1820. Do you remember BPI? Oh yeah, Blind LGBT Pride International. They're a special interest affiliate of ACB. Yes, they are the ones doing all these cool things at convention. Guess what they're up to now? Do tell. Their own show. It's called Pride Connection. That's great, but what if I'm not a part of the LGBT community? This is a show for everyone. Actually, non-LGBT and non-disabled folks are known as allies, and they are a huge portion of BPI's membership. Everyone is welcome. So what kinds of topics can I expect from Pride Connection? Fun and relevant topics for everyone, from blindness to LGBT education, technology to advocacy, so when will Pride Connection take place? Every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to tune in so we can all connect and learn while having fun. Pride Connection on, on ACB Radio, Radio Mainstream. California. Florida. Iowa. Texas. Guide dog users. Students. IT professionals. Government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention. And operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Greetings, Earthlings. This is ACB Media, a project of the American Council of the Blind. 